Second Kings chapter seven, verses three to seven. And I read, and there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, that means they had a meeting, why sit we here until we die? That means they were certain they're going to die. If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, and let us fall unto the host of Syria. Let us fall into the host of Syria. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians, expecting to die, brethren. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. There was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. Ha, <laughs> And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Etites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. And wherefore they arose and fled in twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. May the good Lord bless the reading of the word. Today, briefly, 15 minutes left, I have a topic for us which I refer to as there is hope. Amen. Hallelujah. There is what? There is hope. Especially this time. I do not have to tell us what we are going through all over the world. Just a small virus turned the whole world upside down. But I'm here to tell us there is hope. Even when our leaders have failed us, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle it. Those people we look up to, they have no clue. Even the news media are telling you and I, the future is bleak. But I'm telling us, there is hope. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say there is So You may say I have tried everything in my own situation. It seems working for a short time, for 10% of the time. But after a little while, Everything fall apart. But I'm telling you right now, there is hope. There is hope for us in Jesus' name. It's so surprising that one, every one of us, we gravitate to any news that is negative. Any news that is negative on the mainstream. If you see things that are good, you never sit on the mainstream news media. But I'm here to tell us there is hope for us. Because look at the song, the, the song the choir sing. My hope is what? In Christ alone. In Christ alone. Praise the Lord. My brethren, we have reason to be hopeful. It is not over until everything is gone that you can't speak anymore. And you have gone beyond. But while you are still breathing, brethren, you may be crawling. You may be in pain. You may be like everything else is against you. But there is hope. And I say, even when you look at it practically in this physical world, why do we hope? What do we hope for? Those are the two things I want to answer quickly. What do I hope for? I 
personally, looking at this terra firma, in this land of the living, I want to be better. Maybe in the spirit, in the work of God, in my work, in all that I do, I want to be a better person. And you also, I will ask you, you want to be what? You hope to be better. Because what you did yesterday may not be enough for tomorrow. So you want to be what? To be better. Or you may have a business. You hope. You want your business to be what? To be better. To have expansion. To have enough provision. You want a better career. Especially students that are just graduating. They want a job. They want a better job. So they went to school hoping to do what? To be gainfully employed. There is a hope. If in the family there are dynamics that are not really palatable, there is a family that is fight today, settle tomorrow. Fight next day, settle another day. There is up and down. But I'm telling you, there is hope. So you hope for that family dynamics that is upside down to be better. It shall be better in the mighty name of Jesus. I say it shall be better in the mighty name of Jesus. And also, if I ask you and I, we always want Ontario to be better. And likewise, if we scale it up, we hope that Canada is what? Is better. Because if it is better, it's good for you, it's good for me, it's good for everybody. And the largest scale you can think about is we want the whole world to be what? To be better. Isn't that a beautiful hope? Yes. And I'm still telling us there is hope. Despite what we are going through. Despite stay home. Despite don't go there. Don't sit down. Don't look up. Don't cough. Don't sneeze. There is hope. This will not continue perpetually in the mighty name of Jesus. I say it shall not continue in the mighty name of Jesus. So why do we have hope? Why? I just talked to us about what hope do you want? What do you hope for? Better me, better you, better country, better job. But why? Why? What's the reason why you have hope? When you see everything so bleak, when the people that you depend upon, the so-called knowledge engineers, are telling you the stock market is going to crash, and you have all your retirement savings in stock market. And they say, oh, healthcare is going to be overrun. When you want to take your family members to the hospital, then you're like, where am I going to go? Why do we have hope? Praise the Lord. Look at the four leprous men. They have to reason together and say, ah, wait a minute. Maybe, do we know what is going on in Samaria at that time? It is, the famine is at the highest you can think of. It is so barbaric that what is unexpected, they were doing it to survive. And here is a leprous person. In the entrance of the gate, they are sandwiched. They are stuck. If you find yourself like being stuck in that kind of a situation, I am telling you today, there is a reason to hope. And hope shall come in the mighty name of Jesus. They cannot go forward. They cannot go backward. If they go in, they said according to our verses, they will die. If they go to the Assyrians, they are laying siege against the Samarians, they will be killed. It will be just, they are, because they have no weapons, they are just there. They are lepers. So they are stuck. If you are stuck in life, 
there are things we need to do to get hope. Why do we have hope? Because Jesus is alive and he saved me. That's the reason why I am hoping. That is the reason why I know I'm going to be better. That is the reason why I know my family will be better. That is the reason why I believe that you will be better. That's the reason why tomorrow is going to be brighter. Because Jesus is alive. And he saved me. He performed miracles. We can see it. He's the one that is making you to be alive right now. If not because of Jesus, where will you and I be? Jesus is alive. That's the reason why I am hopeful. Another reason that I think we should bear in mind is he has taken away my sorrows. Hallelujah. He has taken away my sorrow. If you look into Matthew eleven twenty-eight, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it's a very popular verse. You know what it says there? Come unto me. Come unto me, all ye that what? Labor and are heavy laden. And he will do what? He will give you rest. We are already laden in this period of COVID. And he's telling you, come unto me. Come and take my yoke. My yoke is lighter. And you are still sitting down. You better get together like those lepers. They get together and say, we just have to go. Let us go and fall in the hand of the Assyrians. He promised he has never failed. His promise remained forever. If he promises you, you have to just hold on to it. That's the reason why you have to be awful. Even out of this COVID-19 situation, his promise never failed. You have to have confidence in him. If you don't have confidence in him, there is no point to be hopeful. And I'm telling us now, if we renew our confidence in him, he will bring us over this hump in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. 1 John 4, 4. He says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What's inside of what are you carrying? You may not even know it. Those four lepros, they do not know that even though they didn't see it, God is what? Is fighting for them. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the living Jesus. John 14, 27 says, peace I live with. John 14, verse 27. John 14, verse 27 says, peace I live with you. My peace, what? I give unto you. Someone promising you. Remember I said he's alive? And is able to do abundantly. He said, my peace I give unto you. Not as premiers give. Not as uh, Stephen Harper give. Whatever Trudeau, Doug Ford, our leaders. Not as they give you. They may be giving us 2,000, 1,000 here and there. Not that. Say, give I unto you. Let not your heart be what? Trouble. Neither be it afraid. Praise the living Jesus. So that's a very good reason to be what? To be Oh, Another point I want us to be aware is God has taken care of your fear. God has taken care of my fear. God has taken care of your fear. He said, if you don't trust him, you will be in perpetual fear. Hello? If you don't trust him, you will be in what? Perpetual fear. But he said he has taken away all our sorrows, all our fears is gone. 
if you look at the verse that we read, especially verses of 2 Kings 7, verses 6 and 7, if you can string that, verse 6 and 7, for the Lord had made the host of the Assyrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. That is why I was so moved when the choir sang that song. Even though I don't know, I don't see him, he is constantly what? Working. For who? For those that believe. For those that believe that he's alive. For those that believe he's Alpha and Omega. So, don't let your heart be troubled. Just trust in this God that we are talking about. About five more minutes. I'm just going to run through quickly. Why again do we have to be hopeful? I am hopeful because he is my hiding place. Hallelujah. Is he your hiding place? If you are watching us on YouTube or Facebook, wherever, you better believe that Jesus Christ is your hiding place. Psalm 119 verse 114. Psalm 119 verse 114 says, Thou art my hiding place. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. You have to believe him. You have to hope in him. You have to believe his word. If you don't believe in his word, you do not have reason to be awful. But if you believe and you eat it, you put it in your heart, you will reach that destination of yours in the mighty name of Jesus. And finally, he's coming back again. Hallelujah. I say finally, is what? Is coming back again. So you have an expectation. That expectation shall not be cut short. That expectation definitely will come to pass. Because whatever he says, he will do. Whatever he do, he says. He is coming back, my friend. My friend. He definitely will come back. But don't ask me when. But I know the time. He has told me the secret. This God spoke to me. You want me to tell you when? Oh, Jesus won't say the time, I don't know. But I know. He says, S-O-O-N. Hallelujah. He's coming back soon. Don't waste time. If the four leprous fellas, men, they stood there, they would die. They did not wait. If they waited, they will what? Die. Because they are thinking about situations. Left, situations at the right. Host of Assyrians at the right. Host, I mean, the famine in the camp, and they are not allowed into the camp. So they summoned courage and went to the Assyria, hoping, hoping. They have a little bit of faith. They are just, okay, I gave up. Let me go and fall into the hands of the Assyrians. But I tell you, my brethren, it is terrible to fall into the hand of God. But God continuously works for you and I. He will work for us continually in the mighty name of Jesus. Because that son says, sooner, very sooner, we are going to see the Lord. Sooner, very soon, we are going. Sooner, very soon, I am going to see. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We are going to see. No more crying. No more Yes. Why are you crying? Going to see the king. No more sign. Ah, I am going to see the king. No more crying. We are 
I am going to see the King. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. You are going to see the King. If you have that at the back of your mind, you have it plastered in your room. You then have reason to be awful. You then have reason say Jesus got my back. You know, as as the youth say, they got my back. He got your back. He got my back. And he got Christ Chapel's back. 